again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three new perspectives from varying skill range. Kind of screwed that up, but I'm going to keep going with it. I am the gardener of this episode, Andrew, with me, the one who's always looking for brains, Keith, and the one who's always pushing up daisies, Liz. Hey, guys. And this week, Keith wanted to pick, so Keith's pick, we did Plants vs. Zombies, Battle for Neighborville. And this is brought to you by PopCap Studios, which is owned by EA, so I guess technically this is done by EA. But, Keith, since this is your pick, is this a game or pass? So, I, I'm i definitely going to go with a pass for this. And in some ways, I don't really know why, because there's nothing overly standoutish about this game. It's pretty basic. It's actually pretty simple. But I just had fun every single time I picked it up. I was excited to play it i actually had been playing this a little bit before i picked it so i'm gonna go with it's a definite game for me wait oh, you i just thought said... you said pass at the yeah beginning. i thought you said pass too. did i you said you have to play to give it a pass well crap i i ignore what i said <laughs> and i was like wait i thought he liked it on his phone too like the original yeah oh yeah no i love the originals i mean those were like some of the first phone games i played with those original plants first zombies so if i said pass which apparently i didn't ignore that now and this is, this is a pass. No, this is a game. <laughs> this is a game, not a pass. On Game Pass Grab Bag. Got it. Good. Liz, before I say anything more dumb, go. I'm going to give it a game. There's a lot of nitpicky things that I really wish the game had done differently. And I felt like, especially starting out, it was way more complicated than it needed to be. I didn't know that there was a tutorial, and I don't think it was a very good one. Um, so things like that. But I just, I kept going back to it. And I thought it was a lot of fun, and I like the multiplayer and the campaign, so I'm going to give it a game. So, for me, I am, like, on the fence. I am just, like, exactly dead middle of both game and pass. There's, there's as Keith was saying, there's not much to this game. And so it's kind of hard for me to recommend, be like, oh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. Because it's just, to me, this is essentially, it felt like a mobile game, but needed a controller. Because it's, like, so simplistic. But, I mean, I'm, I'm with you, Keith, where I was having fun with it. And every time I kept picking up, I'm like, yeah, you know, this is kind of mindless and fun. So, I, I guess I'm going to give it a game. But it would also just really turn me off. Like, this game just reeks of kind of the grossness of EA. Like, I, I'm not a huge fan of EA as a studio. Because I wanted to ask you guys, for a fun fact, how many times, as far as I could look up, how many times did EA win the worst company in America award? Like, not actually, not even, it's the worst company in the world. Not even just video games, but like, just company, period, really? Correct, yeah. I didn't know that this was an award, but I'm intrigued. Yep. It's uh, the Golden Poo. I mean, how many years has EA existed? Because probably most of those years. How do you know how long these awards have been going on? I'm gonna, four? Liz is close. I found three. They actually won it twice in a row. You didn't let Keith guess. Oh, I mean, he said as long as he existed, and and I I have to clarify: Do you win worst business of the year, or do you lose it, or are you just granted that title? Because it doesn't feel like you're winning anything. But that's just semantics. Well, this is like it's done on an online poll, but it won the two years it won in a row was uh, 2012 and 2013. And to remind you at this time, this is the time when like Bank of America was like foreclosing on people. <laughs> And BP had a giant oil spill. So EA beat out those two companies for being the worst company. And it's because, like, they were doing an awful job, like, buying up small studios and, like, ruining them. And this is one thing that – and this is one of the games because I don't know if you guys know about this. So I I also loved Plants vs. Zombies originally on the phone. I thought it was – I think it's one of the best mobile games. And so EA ended up buying the studio, PopCap. And they said, for the next game, we want it to be a freemium game. We want people to spend a bunch of money for it to actually, like, play and work well. And the creator's like, I really don't want this for my game. And so they fired him. And they now EA's taken over Plants vs. Zombies and kind of done their own thing. And so that's what kind of just turned me off with this game because it, it really does feel kind of gross. Luckily, since it's on Game Pass, it's not as bad because, you know, if I paid for this game, I would have hated it. I would have been really upset if I bought this game. But it's on Game Pass, so, like, that's why for me I'm kind of like, eh, I guess this is a game. 
But what other games do they make? Have we played any for the? For yeah, the they do. They do Apex Legends. They do the Mass Effect series now. Unfortunately, um, they did the Battlefield series, the Battlefront series, Jedi Fallen Star Order. Wars. We did Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah. Oh. So a lot of EA games have a lot of microtransactions, and so yeah, this, this is another one of them. But anyway, out of distraction, getting into the game now. So the overall story, Plants vs. Zombies, it's obviously Plants vs. Zombies. Zombies have invaded Neighborville, and they're trying to eat the human's brains. And the plants are essentially trying to work together, fight off the zombies, and save humans. As far as Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville go, the story is, I don't know, non-existent. I, the story was completely dumb. <laughs> I, I, I literally did not care about any of the story. It's just these little tiny bite-sized adventures that you're going on, but none of the characters were interesting. So for me, I'm already, I hated the story. I thought the story was completely pointless and dumb. Like you have to dress up a lawnmower. Like, yeah, it, it, it kind of was like dumb. <laughs> it was trying to be humorous, but I didn't find the humor in it. But there were a lot of puns you said you liked. I like the puns. The puns was a lot of fun in the game. I will say that. Some really good puns. I, I, I'm going to jump right in here. I'm going to say I think this game had the perfect amount of story. I'm not going to say it was a good story, but it had the perfect <laughs> amount. Story. It had just enough to give an explanation to what I was doing, but I didn't have to give two craps about what was going on, and I didn't have did to follow. A, I didn't give an explanation. You're dressing up a lawnmower for reasons. Like, there's no real reason for it. They're like, you need to make a lawnmower cool. Because you needed why? to get to the boss. You why could you just use the lawnmower to blow up the guys? Why did I have to dress it up? You needed all of those parts to blow it up. It didn't... Whatever. I, I thought it was... It just made um, no sense. I think it was perfect. I will say that I started playing as the plants, and then when I switched over and was playing as the zombies, I felt guilty. <laughs> no, my fellow brethren. I don't mean I you are. I did. I was just blowing up these plants, and I was like, I really feel bad. Like, those are the good guys. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't good guys then. Now they're trying to shoot you in the face with corn. Yeah, but, I mean, zombies, they're trying to get brains and... See, that's the other thing, too. And... Were they trying to get brains? Cause, like, they talked about it a lot. Not really. <laughs> I felt like they were more talking about, you know, getting the groove, getting funk, getting farts. I felt like brains really wasn't much on their list. Oh, getting cheese, that was another thing on their list. Yeah. I don't really see why they'd be enemies. I mean, humans and zombies, yeah. But like, what did the plants do? The plants are trying to defend the humans. Yeah. Because the humans grew them. But aren't, like, humans also destroying, <laughs> like, rainforests? And, like, it doesn't make sense. Like, I feel like plants would hate humans. Liz, I feel I mean... like you're poking a lot of holes in something that was originally a mobile game. I appreciate where you're coming from, but there's not a lot, not a lot of uh, lore and canon built into Plants vs. Zombies, I don't think. <laughs> that's that's very true. <laughs> you can't overthink this. This game is just meant to be real simple. Maybe we but need yeah, to build some canon on it. I don't know. And, it, like, I don't know. That's just what kind of turned me off is, like, the fact that there was, like, lack of canon. Because also, too, what's up with the gnomes? Are they friends or are they enemies? Because a good amount of times you're fighting gnomes, but then you go to the hub world and gnomes are selling you prizes and stuff. And it's like, well, I, I don't get it. Are you guys good or bad? Like, it, it just murdered a bunch of your family members. They're very conflicted. I don't know. <laughs> well, and you also... Oh, that kind of... Zombies, too. So, I don't know. Andrew, you were just talking about the hub world. And when I was saying Gamer Pass, something that I brought up is that, like, when I first started the game, I thought it was, like, way more complicated than it needs to be. There's, like, so many different places that you can go. I didn't even realize that there was a tutorial. I just started playing the campaign. Oh, I don't and think I there's a like, tutorial. Yeah, like, I was like, how do I use my character? What's going on? And then Andrew was like, no, at the beginning when you, like, they teach you how to, like, promote somebody. They teach you how to do this. Like, yeah. stuff that isn't as important as playing the game. Yeah. <laughs> but there was no actual tutorial. And so with the hub world, I was just like, I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> This is my biggest complaint with this game. It is so unnecessarily convoluted. This game just needs a basic start menu and menus that to scroll and figure out where you need to go. Instead, they got rid of menus and yeah, there's a hub world you go to and you can explore and promote your characters, get XP, change your clothes, so on and so forth. 
but it was just it's not explained well there's zero tutorial so you don't really know how to move your character you don't know how to do the game at all you're just exploring this hub world and it's just it's so confusing and, and it really turned me off at first I feel like they put detail in the wrong areas. Like, for instance, one of my biggest complaints is that when you're playing the campaign, the exclamation points don't tell you, like, what the main mission is. And so, for me, it's, like, either have it labeled so that you know. It it was just a bunch of names. And I was like, well, I don't really know who to go to. And so, for me, I just felt like the map. And then some things were underground. It didn't show you where the entrance to the underground was. And so, for me, I just thought the map, they need to redo that. Like flat out, that was irritating. <laughs> I I get what you're saying, and I think so. Each each plants first, and the zombies have like two separate little adventures you can go on. And I felt like the map was a lot better on the second one for both of them. Maybe that's yeah. just in my head, but I felt like the overall challenges and missions that you had to do were a little bit more fun, a little better thought out. The map was better thought out. But other than that, I I do agree. It's not great. But on the other hand, it was also so small that it wasn't like it was overly complicated to figure out. I do agree. I wish I had a better track of like what was what mission. But outside of that, I I found it pretty pretty easy or whatnot. I agree with you, Liz. I think the map is a little confusing. But I, I will say... When you select something, whether it be a chest or a mission, I thought the compass directing you, for the most part, was pretty good. Because it actually pointed you to the proper door where you need to go. Like, it didn't just point you straight. So, I actually, I told you at one point, I was like, the the compass is facing the wrong way. You said, oh, that means it's underground. And I was like, I noticed that earlier, but there was a couple chests that it was opposite. And it, I had to go the opposite direction to get to my chest. Like, it just, like, kept spinning. So for me, I thought the compass was very unreliable. I don't know if I know what you mean by that. What, the compass? Well, as far as, like, it being the opposite way. Because it would, like... There was times where if you needed to go through a certain area, you know, say your point was directly north of you, it would actually start to send you west because there was a path you had to use to get around, like, a building or a mountain or something like that. So... That's where I thought it was actually very smart and intuitive, the way that it would direct you. I always felt pretty comfortable just following it where it needed to go. Yeah, I liked that aspect of it. But um, for me, like I was saying earlier, with like it doesn't tell you where the entrance to the underground is. So you don't know if the, the chests are underground or not. So it would tell you to go the opposite way, to go to the door. But it didn't show you, obviously, where the door was. But sometimes my compass would accidentally just start going in a circle and pointing me the wrong direction. And I would eventually find it because I would just keep looking at my map map and just have the, the pinpoint just, like, follow it. But I felt that sometimes the compass just didn't work. Yeah, I felt like a lot of things in this game sometimes just didn't work. Because I ended up running into, like, a lot of bugs, too. But I don't know. For me, the compass... It, I thought was fine enough. I, I I do see where you're coming from, Liz, where, like, yeah, sometimes it would just send me, like, really weird directions. But I at least felt like everything, for the most part, was pretty easy to spot. The only things that I thought were really hard to collect were the gnomes, because sometimes you'd have to shoot something in the distance that the map isn't showing you, and it ended up with being, like, a really hard, like, I spy type game where you try to find a stupid switch. Yeah, I mean, I also, like... With the map, too, I was thinking of Minecraft Dungeons a lot with it because my compass wasn't working, and I just wish I had, like, kind of the... Uh, oh, the, a mini-map? Yep. Yeah. Or, or something that, like, it was, like, what's that word? Opaque? Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I just wish that I had something like that instead. Unless they fixed the compass. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to ask you guys, too, what were your favorite characters? Because there's... I'm Not to get ahead of myself, but there are achievements for, like, killing, like, 200 people with each character um so i was wondering did you guys just bounce around a lot did you guys have like your tried and true so plants vs zombies battle for neighborville is a uh, third person action hero shooter so i actually was impressed with the roster i mean Avery's characters like a lot of the characters each side for the most part had very similar characters like each one has a sniper each one has you know close range guys a healer kind of thing like that so I actually was impressed with the roster, but there was a couple that I thought were really overpowered, specifically the Snapdragon for the plants. 
I also noticed too when you play PvP online, a lot of people play the Snapdragon. And I think he is honestly a little too overpowered. Is that the Chomper? <laughs> no, he's the one that shoots fire. Oh, I didn't play as him. Yeah, but he was he killed me a lot. Yeah, he was deadly. It does make sense. He's... I mean it has a it has a good damage over time. And you can just kind of melt through things in an area of effect damage over time. So I can see where that makes sense. Yeah. I actually didn't play with him ever. And his range was pretty really. impressive. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, he was like, he was the one I played mostly in the campaign too, and I could basically take out any boss no problem by myself. Yeah. I don't feel like many of the bosses were too difficult to take on solo as a whole, but I... Yeah, that's true. I, so I, I definitely bounced around a lot. As a whole, I think the one I leveled up the most was the Nightcap. Is that what it's called? The Night Soccer Nightcap? Yeah, Nightcap. Yeah, because I just... It, it just reminded me, actually, of like an the old DOTA characters with the... Uh, I don't know. What was the one? He had the ultimate that he would like bounce around and just like slash everything in his area. So, like, of the skill set, I just thought that one was the most fun. I like a lot of ricochet shots, and I don't know. I felt like I could clear things out pretty well. And it was fast and fun. Yeah, he was he was really deadly because he had great escape, great range, great damage. I honestly, now that I think about it, I feel like the plants for the most part had a lot more fun characters. Because as far as the zombies went, I don't know. You you had the soldier, which was very basic. The football player, which is kind of. I feel like the multiplayer of the football player was great because then you could revive people and throw up your shield. So I felt like there were some that were better if with multiplayer and some like for me like the uh, the chomper was really good in the campaign, but it was a bit trickier in uh, in multiplayer. But I like that like going through all the different characters. I kind of like for instance, I hated the melee characters at first, but then I really started to like them. Yeah, the chomper. I remember when you first played him, you're like, "Oh, this guy sucks." Yeah. And then you like only wanted to play him. Or the guy that punches, but then he has an ability where he just like spins really fast. So I felt like some of the characters I loved right away, and other times I'm kind of glad that I was going for achievements and that I stuck with them because I probably wouldn't have played them again. Oh yeah, the chomper was probably my least favorite. I just I because yeah, it was he had that skill where he could eat something, so basically get an instant kill. But then you're you're dead in the water for like three or four seconds and I just couldn't yeah. see it and everything felt so slow. Whereas the the punchy guy, the the superhero over on the zombie side, I thought he was a ton of fun as a sort of like melee damage character. So like I don't know, just yeah, like you said the spinning and then like the jump and I don't know, he just felt like he was just overall a beast to fight. Um but honestly, I what like I both described him as punchy guy. Well, I was just going off of Liz's terms. I did say superhero, <laughs> but punchy guy is fun to say. He's very punchy. Uh, but uh, honestly, though, I think what I, I don't know if it's what I like, but I think it makes the game very playable, especially as a solo game, is that even if you wanted to play a support character or a tank or a healer, all of them still held themselves very well in a fight. Like, no matter what you're yeah. doing, they might not do as well in a multiplayer situation or if you're doing co-op, and I think it increases the zombie numbers. I don't know. but Or the enemy numbers. But at the end of the day, you could get, you could play this game with any character and you didn't feel like, ugh, it's going to take me forever to do this. Yeah, so this is, I think, my biggest positive for this game and why I would kind of recommend it for people is I do, I agree with you, Keith. Like, when you play something like Overwatch or, you know, you play, like, League of Legends, like, anything where you're picking a specific character and a specific class, you always have to have, like, oh, someone needs to be a healer, someone needs to be a tank. But, no, I agree with you, Keith. Everyone can kind of hold their own. Yes, everyone, like, there are certain classes and their abilities will kind of help teammates out in kind of certain situations, but it didn't matter. And no, there could be no heal on your team and it would be kind of annoying, but everyone could still fight just fine and do their own. But the great part is that you can change your character mid-game, too. So if you die, you can go back, change your character. And I did that a lot when I was like, I feel like I really need more defense in this round. And so I actually found myself playing around with characters a lot. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I will say, too, the other thing that was really great playing the multiplayer is I didn't hear a single person with a mic. So there was zero toxicity 
at least from what I experienced in the multiplayer. So this is another thing I could really recommend this game for is if you're somebody who's looking for kind of a light-hearted multiplayer that's pretty action-packed, like if another EA title, if you, you know, Battlefront or Battlefield, it's like, what, 64 versus 64? Those games get super hectic and crazy and you're just dying all the time and it's really confusing. But this is, what, 24-24 I think is the biggest match or is it 12v12? I don't know. I actually didn't play a ton of the multiplayer. Like, I played some matches, but I just really went through the story mostly. I think it was 24-24. And, yeah, like like I said, nobody has to be a specific class. So you don't hear people screaming at people like, oh, why aren't you a healer? Why aren't you tanking better? Why aren't you doing this? Everyone's just playing the game, and it's just really easy. I'm waiting for the day that I get trolled. Because, I mean, you've gotten <laughs> messages before from, like, people who are angry. Yeah. <laughs> when you're playing games with, like, I just, I don't know, I'm waiting for it to happen. <laughs> and if someone ever messages you, are you going to respond if I'm somebody's wife? Because that's... <laughs> okay, so that's the okay, So something I always say, and this isn't, like, a sexist thing. I just, like... <laughs> Whenever I see, like, someone doing really, really bad, like, there was a guy when I was playing multiplayer with Andrew, and I'm like, this guy is just trying to figure out who's shooting him. He's right behind him. Like, why is he, and I was like, oh, it's, it's someone's wife, because I am that person. Like, if you, if you ever play with, like, Andrew, and he's playing with somebody else, and, and they're doing terrible, it's me. <laughs> I don't mean it in a sex way. Yeah, Liz always more tries to say it. It's the, it's the significant other that doesn't know how to play video games that's yeah, just there to have fun with Yeah, but for me, them. like, I'm the wife that does it, so that's why I say wife. But, <laughs> if I mean, if your husband really sucks at video games, you can be like, that's somebody's husband. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think it's funny. That's always your excuse. Whenever someone's really bad, you're like, oh, it's just probably somebody's wife. <laughs> so is that going to be your response if someone ever yells at you? No, I'm going to be like, wow, you're really cool, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you now that that will not go well. That's oh, yeah, he's yeah. just gonna troll you even more. Oh no, that, I don't care. that works every time. No, thank you for the insults. All right, have a great day. Every internet conversation ever. <laughs> well, because it's like I'm I'm not gonna like argue with somebody. I I don't know what I would actually say because for me it's like it's either a kid or it's someone like who's an adult and like so immature that it's like you can't have a conversation with them so what's the point I'm not gonna be mean to a kid and the other guy's just sad so it's like I mean I generally just block them I mean I generally just troll them back because I think it's hilarious because in most cases I probably agree with whatever they're yelling at me about I'm like yeah I did or did not do said thing that you're telling me about I'm aware thank you uh, if you remember well, I had an all time favorite I had a best friend that there were what was that game we were playing for a while andrew uh the there was some weird platformer game so yeah there was there was this one person that andrew and i would play and every single time we played it was like without fail they would end up it was a very small game the servers are actually dead for it now and it was just hilarious because he would constantly message me every single time and it just got to a point where if i didn't get an angry message from them after the game it felt like more of an insult, quite honestly. <laughs> and just about every time, I'd just respond with some sort of, no, thank you. All right, you too. But yeah, it was it was my best friend. I used to send him emojis a lot too. A lot of hearts. Yeah. Was, I remember I, I remember him like first getting mad at you, but you were like agreeing with him. And then he was like actually kind of giving you pointers. Yeah. But then, yeah, we'd end up being in another game with him. <laughs> He'd still be so mad at you. He hated me so much that we became friends. <laughs> Ah, uh, those are the good times. But yeah, so that's at least one thing I can highly recommend with this game, is if you just want a fun, simple multiplayer game, this is right up your alley. And it's also great co-op, as we're saying, with the story. I, I do agree. I, I loved being able to just jump in with you guys, like, while you guys are in the middle of the mission, I'm just, I joined your guys' world, and, hey, let's knock out these missions together. Let's find collectibles together. And you can have up to four friends. I'm, yeah, you can have a group up to four, and which would make the campaign incredibly easy. Because this campaign is not long. To beat the entire campaign, so there's four maps, two on each side, two plant maps, two zombie maps. The time to beat is four and a half hours. So if you just focus on the missions, you could probably do that in half the time. I did not beat it. But I also spent <laughs> well, a lot of time. you beat a couple maps. Yeah, I did. I become, But I also like bought the maps to find the chests. And there are sometimes I just didn't feel like doing the campaign because I thought it was kind of boring and I just did the chests. Uh, I did want to ask you guys, 
what did you guys think about like the movement with the game? Because for me, there are some characters that obviously you can jump really high with your with your Y, but I felt like it wasn't as fluid as I wanted. I mean, I the art style is like kind of like everything kind of looks like bouncing stuff. I was surprised I couldn't bounce off cars. I couldn't jump better without ability, and some characters don't have that ability. But I just like I I don't know. I just thought that would be more like platforming. There's a bit of platforming. And honestly, I don't, I don't think, think it's pla- good, though. No, I don't think no. the platforming is great. I was going to say, I was I was glad that it was not a lot of platforming. Yeah. I But I, I agree with you, Liz. Like, the movement is kind of, it's a little stiff. Because, like, especially when it comes to, like, the combat, you're not doing, like, crazy dodges and rolls and, you know, backflips. It's essentially kind of two people see each other and you're kind of taking pot shots at each other till one of them dies. Yeah, and it's weird because if you're in a close enough range, it, like auto aims if you go into like the aim down or your left trigger but then it doesn't follow the auto aim so it just you end up being worse off it's it's just kind of janky but it's not unbearable by any means it's just kind of weird and everyone's fighting the same battle with it i would i would say so i i felt like it at least felt even i'm at least glad i only encountered one person this is not a game where you're going to go against those kids that are constantly jumping or constantly crouching. I only encountered one kid who actually kept jumping, but he was still pretty easy to kill, so I don't think that was a very good strategy. Because <laughs> I always hate that when you play a game of people who just, like, drop shot or constantly jump around, and it's just like, okay, just, like, actually fight me like a man. There was one game, though, that I was jumping around because I, the chomper was after me, man. Like, he... <laughs> targeted me and I even switched my character and I just felt like he just knew who I was like I it was really weird maybe they just had a lot of jumpers I just felt so satisfied when I like and when I jumped over and he couldn't bite me and I was like in your face I killed him once I was so proud so did you send him an angry message no I think he was doing great (laughs) it was just frustrating because it's like let me live so fun fact though is if you pick the engineer class for the zombies, his sprint he rides a jackhammer and a chomper cannot bite you when you're on the jackhammer. Oh, that's good to know. So mm-hmm. if you switch to that class, the chomper won't be able to get you. Speaking of hot tips, I'm just gonna throw this out here before we forget it. And this is this is credit to you, Andrew, that you found this. One of my biggest complaints about the gameplay is the lack of a warp. Even though the maps are small and everything, it, there's just enough hot spots throughout a map that it would just be nice to be able to warp. It was only as of last night, before recording this episode today, that Andrew discovered there is at least a warp home button by hitting the left stick. You could probably figure it out if you just pay attention to the screen, but clearly none of us did, and it exists. So, there's that. Yeah, so, uh, more specifically, it's when you open up your map. Yeah, you can click the left stick and it'll warp you home, which is really nice. Kind of going back to a little bit what you were saying, Liz, what did you guys think of the art style? I, I will say, I'm actually really impressed... I think they do a really good job. It feels like Plants vs. Zombies. Even though Plants vs. Zombies started like this weird 2D tower defense game, this game, it feels natural. Like It actually feels like the world. And I actually was really impressed with it. Absolutely. No, I, I mean, it wasn't mind-blowing. Like, whoa, look at these graphics. But in that same exact token, I... That that was what I was going to say. Is You know, thinking of this game when I started... When I originally played the phone game and it's 2D... It, it it was just that, and you describe it really perfectly. I like how it's kind of almost like, I think Liz described it as almost like cartoony, but it's also, there's certain points of like the characters when I'm looking at their faces that almost look like a weird claymation, like a very high quality CGI claymation, if that makes any yeah. sense. But yeah, I thought it was really good, and it I, I felt like I was walking around in Plants vs. Zombies. Yeah, I also, I really like the look of the movement so for instance when the corn guy is running <laughs> would not hear the end of this every time you it run was with the so corn. cute well because he's even, like buns too yeah, he's got two little two little corn cob butt cheeks yeah. every time you're running with the corn you just go andrew look at me i'm so cute and some of them were like really dorky too so i don't know i thought it was like a little little fun thing to add didn't the corn guy kind of like flail his arms out too like yeah yeah, yeah. I also really like the environments. Um, I mean, they had like the wooded area, they had like the western area. So I, I, I thought they did a good job with that. 
I for me, I think I specifically what I really loved are the character designs. I really loved like the zombies being like kind of grotesque but not like morbid. Yeah. Like the way they kind of are like with their tattered clothes and like even with some of the costumes they have really just kind of look like things that were kind of they picked up out of a trash can and put it on themselves. I mean, heck, even the plants and some of the stuff they have. But the cosmetics actually that were pretty cool. And it, it was awesome, like, talking to some of these the NPCs when you're getting missions and, like, seeing some of the armor that they have. So I actually thought the cosmetics were pretty cool in the game. There is that. Now, I just thought of something as far as the zombie designs. Because you mentioned it, you know, they're kind of like, oh, it was a construction worker. That's the engineer. You know, I guess they were an engineer, whatever. And they became a zombie. The imps. Were those small children prior that are now zombies and they just call them imps? Because they're very small. And if all of the other zombies line up to some sort of, you know, real-life human counterpart, where do they line up? Just a thought. I mean, wouldn't they just be little people? No, I don't think that's a term. I don't think that's... I, I don't want to go down that road. <laughs> I But I do not think imp is the proper term. Um, But yeah, I don't know. They... they I just think maybe it's like a it's like a child, although they kind of look like a lima bean too. So I don't know. It's kind of a good question because they're also like the suicidal ones. Yeah, well, they like. So is this is this game promoting like child abuse? No, I don't think they're suicidal. They don't blow themselves up or anything. Um, the football players kicks one that's explosive. <laughs> the gargantuans have one on their back that they throw at you that explode. Oh, I guess that's true. I don't understand why. I mean, because these zombies can talk. It's not like movie zombies. I mean, they're running by stores and stuff. Like, why are they wearing tattered clothes? You're a zombie. You can do whatever you want. Break into a store. Are they talking? You don't have to have your... What? No, no, no. Sorry. I I was cutting you off there. I was going to say, are they talking, though? Because every time you're... They're talking as much as the plants are. No, like, when (laughs) you start, like, the campaign and you talk to the main zombie guy, I mean, he's a scientist. His, His brain's still working. Yeah, but they're like communicating just, in zombie language. They, the, like, but they still have a language. Like I, f- I just feel like I mean, their their feet are coming out of their shoes that because they're like so run down and stuff. It's like if if you can think and you can complete missions, I think you can <laughs> wear some proper clothes. Yeah, come on, yeah. Popcap. Where was your thought in this process when you created this mobile game <laughs> fifteen years ago? Well, okay, this actually this is actually something I find interesting. The zombies actually create impressive technologies. They have spaceships and lasers. Because they eat and, brains. Yeah, they don't. They don't. They don't wear proper armor. Like they, when it comes to their armor, or guns and stuff like that, it's like mishmash things. It's like if you guys are so smart at making robots and stuff, why don't you build mechs for yourselves? Exactly. I mean, you do fight some robots. Yeah, yeah. One of them rides around in a robot. So <laughs> you know. I don't know. Anyway, we're, we're definitely over, way overthinking this. Yeah. Yeah. I think we... Anyway, graphics were pretty good. <laughs> it's Plants vs. Zombies in 3D. <laughs> I will say, the the things that I thought were the worst in the graphics was seeing, like, the vistas. Anytime you got to, like, kind of the outer areas of the map and actually, like, looked out, it was really ugly. It was super flat. It just... You could tell they put zero effort in, like, the vistas and the outside of the map. Yeah, that's true. That's where I think the game really was kind of like, ah, okay. In multiplayer, I think they could have... I was complaining to Andrew. There was one time that I went to an area. I didn't realize it was, like, close to their respawn zone, the other team. And it wouldn't let me do anything. It Like, I, I couldn't shoot. It was, like, really weird. And all of a sudden, the color on the screen changed when I was already there. And they just, like, annihilated me. And I was just like... you. Kind of, could have an indicator. Like, I didn't realize, like, I could, I was near their respawn. It was right next to the thing, though, so I don't think it was. Yeah. No, they, they normally don't have indicators in the multiplayer. And, I mean, heck, it could even be a glitch, because I actually encountered a lot of glitches in this game. Um, I actually recorded a little bit of footage with Liz, and one of the enemies didn't appear on my screen. It showed, like, the his health bar, so I was attacking an invisible enemy, and it was doing damage to his health bar. But, yeah, there was times that would happen. Sometimes my audio would cut out. Sometimes I got stuck in a perpetual load that wouldn't load. So I have to completely shut off my game. And then my game wouldn't, like, properly boot up. 
So Oh, I had to redo like a whole mission and I it was just irritating. Oh yeah, you were like right at the end. Yeah. Oh yeah, we were playing it and yeah, a zombie didn't spawn and we were stuck on the, the level. Yep, and so I just had Andrew do it for me because I was like, This is a waste of my time. Because that's the thing, like the game wasted my time. I was like, I'm not gonna do it again. <laughs> but luckily Andrew did it for me. Yeah, so you punished it's me. The principle. <laughs> it wasted my time, wasted Andrew's time. You now. got me into this stupid you thing, you get me out of it. It's funny, I I didn't actually get any glitches that i can think of honestly like, and i and i played a lot maybe it's just because i didn't play a ton of multiplayer online or something like that because it sounds like you guys ran into it a lot playing together but i i don't think i can honestly think of anything that happened while i was playing man i guess i'm the list this episode and just seriously i mean yeah, yeah you just you just dove right in on that <laughs> you did play a lot of the multiplayer with me though so maybe i it just rubbed off on you. Maybe. I'm curious if this game is, yeah, kind of like how State of Decay was when we joined as multiplayer oh, people yeah. and it would glitch for the people who were joined, but the person who was hosting, it was fine. Could be. I'm curious if that was the issue. Could be. Um, Maybe but, we should have them talk about it, see if they can figure it out together. But one thing I actually really enjoyed is the soundtrack of this game. I actually really enjoyed the battle music, especially too when you're playing the zombies. It would kind of do like this fun music, but it would actually have like zombies in the background kind of singing. Well, like zombies singing. So they're just like growling. Rah, 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 rah. And I thought actually, I thought the music was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I didn't take away. And again, it was it was Plants vs. Zombies, but it was bigger than Plants vs. Zombies. It had the basic soundtrack, that classic little intro theme that it's always had. But it built on that. But it all felt like it was a part of that or kind of had grown off of it at least. So it just, it felt right. I liked it all along the way. I only really remember the intro music, to be honest. <laughs> of course. I don't remember any complaints about it, so. I will say, but I also, another thing I want to mention though is I hated the voice acting. The voice acting was just screeches and boops and bops. <laughs> oh yeah, I understand why games do that. I, I kind of get it for this game. But there are a lot of games that do that when it's it, it just throws me off. I don't know. I don't particularly care for it. Yeah, because a lot of the plant talk was like high pitched and annoying. Yeah, at least the zombies were just kind of like weird gurgles and guttural noises. It was it wasn't that bad, but yeah, the the plants were squeaky talk. Yeah, it, it, it was it, it was annoying for sure. It I I think it only really served a purpose as far as like indicating that dialogue was still happening i guess maybe but as a whole i would have been just fine with the text on the screen because like we said the text was actually pretty entertaining there's a lot of good puns throughout this game and it was great yes but i'm glad you mentioned this because bringing up another thing Ooh. you remind me of things that i that two things that really annoyed me so yes the the dialogue text were actually pretty funny but unfortunately, a lot of the dialogue text you got was when you're in the middle of a mission. And we've talked about this in other games before where, I, like, do they expect me to stop fighting in the middle of this battle to read this text that's above me right now? Well, so I'm kind of missing the story. That reminds me when you unlock a chest or something. That was my other complaint I was oh going to say. Oh my gosh, this big thing that takes up a huge chunk of your screen. Your entire screen. Yeah, and so you can't, if you're, an enemy starts shooting at you, it's like, well, that sucks. You got a couple seconds to wait there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, you open a chest and your entire screen saying, you got gold. And it just, and you can't skip it. It's literally three seconds of something that takes your entire screen. And it's like, who thought this was a good idea? Such a bad idea. <laughs> Yeah, those are my two biggest, like, another two big things that, like, that's a simple fix. How do they not fix that? Yeah, I, I do agree that I would like to see that go away. But that's probably there to stay because I think this game's been out for a few years and I don't think they really are doing a lot of development work on it these days, unless I'm wrong. Oh, yeah. They, they have, like, the seasonal stuff built in, it looks like, but at this point you can pretty much set that on auto, I'm sure. Yeah. Um. So, and then as far as DLC goes for this game, since this is an EA a game, of course, there is going to be a ton of microtransactions. And this was a thing that kind of first turned me off, too. There's just a lot of currency in this game. You got gold, you got experience, you got bulbs, you got sheriff badges, marshmallows, tacos, you got stars. Like, there's just these tons of different currencies 
and it's just all over the place. After after playing it a bit more, I was I was able to figure out like what kind of did what. Like the the stars were the premium currency that you actually can pay real money for. But I will say at least the majority of the stuff is cosmetic. But this game still is a little bit play, uh, pay to win because you can obviously boost these characters extra fast. And some of these cosmetics would actually give you different abilities. So you could actually kind of alter your character's abilities, giving you kind of more advantage when it comes to the PvP. So, Oh, that sucks. Yeah, so I kind of felt like the whole microtransaction aspect of the game is a little gross. Like, I didn't feel like it was completely shoved in my face. I don't know how you guys felt about it. I didn't think it was really that bad. It didn't bother me. It bothered me in the fact that there was like just four currencies and I'm trying to keep track of what does what. I didn't care for that aspect of it, but even the the little rainbow stars, I felt like I had a decent amount of them collected that I didn't pay anything for because they, they do trickle them at you. So, well, yeah, someone who's going to go in and throw 50 bucks at the game or whatever is going to have a whole lot more access to stuff. I, I felt like I, I was getting drip-fed stuff pretty easily and pretty quickly. But, I yeah. just don't understand why somebody would put like a ton of money into the game because it. I mean, there really wasn't much to it. That I don't know. It's just kind of weird to me. But what I I do like, and what I didn't mean that in an insulting way. Just like I feel like the game is very small. I guess. And then I do like that when you're buying like new characters. I think it's five hundred thousand. Yeah. I feel like that was actually, like, a good amount. Like, you have to work towards it, but, like, it's definitely doable. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. There's three unlockable characters that you have to pay for, but you can pay for the in-game currency, the the gold that you get. And I've unlocked all three, and I think I put... I think I put maybe about eight hours in this game. So, yeah, it's it's definitely not a lot of play time, which is impressive because... I, I remember when Star Wars Battlefront Two came out, it took over 40 hours of gameplay just to get one character. So I don't know how the state of Planets vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville was when it first came out, but it at least is easy and accessible now. So I, I will agree with that. Well, this is actually their... It's not a, a sequel, but this is their second, like... Third. There's Planets vs. Zombie, Garden Warfare, then Garden Warfare 2, okay. and then there's Battle for Neighborville. So Garden Warfare, though, that's more of just almost like... I don't know if it's anything like Overwatch, but I'm just in terms of like a just a team shooter, basically. It's not honestly. It's it's almost exactly like this game. I I actually forgot when we started playing this. I I was sitting there. I was like, I thought I played this game before, and I was like, but I thought it was called something different. Like to me, I thought the games were so similar that I didn't know the difference. <laughs> curious. I I might go try the other one, just or at least the second one, just because I'm curious. But yeah, I I I couldn't remember how many were out. But then, of course, the last thing I want to talk about is, of course, the achievements. And I actually highly recommend this game for Achievement Hunters. Yeah, Andrew, you got 615, uh, Keith, 570, and I was in last with 330. Uh, I actually didn't find them too fun. A lot of them are easy enough to work towards, which I appreciated. I don't feel like they weren't too outrageous. No, they weren't. But, uh, yeah, I I didn't, like, see many funny ones. Or, like, ones that just, like, Drip-fed, kind of? Yeah, I mean, just about you have an achievement every time you do one of the missions of the story. You get an achievement for getting 200 kills basically with each class, which is easy to get when you're playing the campaign because killing the enemies there is works toward the score. But, like, when you, like, start promoting people and stuff, there's, like, a, a bunch of different things where I was like, oh, usually a game would have an achievement for doing, like, a certain amount of these, and I, I was kind of surprised. But I, overall, I thought they were fine. You were mentioning early in the episode, Liz, that the achievements actually kind of encourage you to play the other classes so you can get the achievements. So I actually thought the achievements were great. And once again, the puns were, once again, all over in the achievements, which I thought was really great and funny. What was your best one? Where'd it go? I mean, playing the pirate zombie, his achievement's called I Spy With My Little I, and it's spelled A-Y-E. Ooh, I do like that. So I thought that actually was kind of funny. But no, if you just look at the whole list, uh, one of the achievements was actually to play the first five uh, keys on a piano for the uh, intro song. Oh, yeah. I didn't know where the piano was, but I didn't go look for it really either. So It's in the plant's home base. Okay. Oh, I also, and another thing, I don't know what made me just think of this, but I thought it was 
kind of there's a side mission where this guy he's like locked in his house and he's like oh you don't look like a zombie this is why i'm playing a zombie character and he asked me to get the exercise tapes and then i like bring them to him and he's just like oh yeah i can't come out right now but uh thanks i would i would shake your hand but uh and I was just like, I was expecting, like, my zombie character to, like, eat him or something. I thought it was kind of anticlimactic. You expect this Gabe Dawson to take, like, a real M turn and just, just, like, murder this guy? I just thought it was, like, kind of anticlimactic <laughs> where it's just, like, maybe not even murder, but, like, maybe go in and he's, and, like, have a cup of tea with the guy. <laughs> I don't know. I was expecting, like, something more than, oh, yeah. I thought they, they were going to have a dance off. <laughs> yes. Something funny or, or dark. Like, just, like, I don't know. I just was kind of bummed. Yeah, besides the puns, I didn't think this game was that humorous. Mm-hmm. There was a couple moments I kind of chuckled a little bit, but nothing really made me, like, really laugh. I think the only one that was really standoutish to me, maybe it was because I did it twice, because I did it once on my own and once with you, was the, uh, when you're trying to get the balloon and the, the horde of zombies that come up and... They're trying to get the Are balloon. throwing rocks at the balloon? Yeah, they're throwing rocks at it to start, and then when they're trying to get it to come, they just want it to come down, and they're like, well, what if we try to offer it something? And they're talking about offering it a coat and a hat, and it's very stupid. It's not smart comedy by any means, but it was <laughs> something that as I'm playing, I went, eh, eh, that's funny. Um, but I guess then I'm just going to jump in and, and kick us off into wrap-up here, because I think I go first, because I started first. Unless you guys got anything, but uh, overall, like I, I go really go back to what I started out at the beginning of this. It, I had a ton of fun whenever I was playing this game. I never felt bored, or well, maybe sometimes it got a little monotonous, but as a whole, it was fun. I enjoyed it. It was fun to play with friends when Andrew and I were playing together. It's easy to pick up. It's very accessible. So I think if it's just if you're kind of afraid to get into this style of game it's a very good starting point um but as a whole it's nothing that's just mind-blowing to me it's it's not it's not a game of the year contender it's just a very fun game so i can't i don't think i can give it an 80 or above but i will give it a solid 79 so for me like i said i was really kind of on the fence on saying whether it's a game or pass because it's not a bad game i'm with keith i had a lot of fun with it but it wasn't anything that was like, oh man, I can't wait to go home and play this. For me, this was like a weekend multiplayer game. If you and your friends are looking for a co-op game or kind of something to party up together, you can't really figure out what to do. I feel like this game really kind of, you know, scratches just about everyone's itch. It has, you know, a co-op campaign. Uh, that was kind of a little bit weird saying. But it's a co-op campaign. The PvP is really simple. No one's going to be yelling at each other. You're just kind of collecting stuff. The story was com- was dumb i really felt like they should have put just a little more effort in the story but i at least thought like the production was good i I liked the character designs i thought the music was great i thought you know the map designs were fun i think i'm gonna give it a 75 i'm going to give it a 78 i actually felt like that was kind of low at first but the more we're talking i'm like no i I think i'm gonna stick with that i thought (laughs) me i thought maybe it should be like in the low 80s but yeah i think it deserves a 78 i like I said, there was a lot of little things that I wanted to change. Like the thing with the the map and I just, I don't know. I just felt myself being like, oh, I just want to tweak this game. Um, and this was such a weird game to review because like I had issues with it too, but I'm like, I had fun with it. Like yes. I wasn't hating my time with it, but I'm also like, I don't know how to recommend this for somebody. Like I actually put a lot of hours into this game this week. It was just like, it was refreshing. It was just easy fun i didn't have to think too much you know but looking at metacritic 76 and 5.5 you just did not like it so uh someone who gave it a zero said this is unholy unholy is in shouty capitals by the way (laughs) i got together with a group of five of my friends and tried to play a private giddy park only to find out that they kept the atrocious limit of four people per private party. The characters also look terrible here. And then most of the lower scores are complaining about lagging, bugs, uh, load times, cash grab. That was a big phrase throughout it. They really yeah. don't like the company. And then I'd say the the majority of people compared it to the uh, two Garden Warfare games before and that you should just play those. So those were the main complaints. None of them started with bonjour? 
No, unfortunately. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't. I'm surprised he wasn't all over this game. You, you guys keep assuming it's a he. We don't know this. Just I'm surprised to... this person was not all over this game. I, I, I'm not even. We just don't know. And this could be a very angry female. This could be just a very angry anybody. It could be a cat for all we know. It hates yeah. everything. They hate everything. <laughs> but anyway. I think I'm going to wrap this up. I have been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live at Firebird01952. I'm also on Twitch with the same name. If you have any game recommendations for us, you can email us at GamePassGrabBag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at GamePassGrabBag. We're also on Twitter, GBGBPod, and other places. Yeah, thank you all so much. We love getting recommendations, so please, if you have any other, let us know. And I have been Keith... Um, yeah. <laughs> Were you wondering if you're still Keith? Let's go with Twitter this week, because I haven't done that one in a while. Keith Lynch 121. I don't, I, I've been more active lately, because, you know, I've been, I've been tweeting about some sports ball games every now and then, so. Keith's bills are finally uh, doing well. Yeah, girl. So, you know, if you want some real hot takes, you can maybe see them occasionally. There. He's very proud of his hot takes. I have, I have a lot of hot takes. And I'm Liz the Noob, Gamertag come on I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter at Liz Noob Noob is EW, and I just mostly post weird things. <laughs> so, <laughs> I do. I found a picture of these like sumo wrestlers in a sunflower field, and I was like, the world needs to see this. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> All right, everybody. Check Liz's Twitter out because it's weird. <laughs> or not. <laughs> Uh, thank you all so much. Thank you for joining us. Hope to see you next week. Bye, guys.